friend wrote to me and commented regarding an incident in her life. She wrote, we are covered in his blood and feel protected. And this, this made me think about what she had said. We should always be aware of new expressions which creep into our, what we could call our spiritual language. What, what do we know of the people of Berea? Perhaps not very much, but one thing is certain and stands out. Acts 17.11 says, They received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, whether these things were so. Paul and Silas, on their missionary journey, had arrived at Berea and went into the synagogue of the Jews, where many believed. However, the approach of these new converts was not a matter of blind acceptance. Rather, they inquired from the scriptures for themselves to ensure that what was being taught was in accordance with the scriptures. <clears throat> Would that many Christians today had a similar attitude to what has been taught in many churches as these Bereans expressed in response to the teaching and preaching of Paul and Silas. However, in 1 Timothy 4 verse 1, we are warned to expect such a scenario. Now the Spirit expressly speaketh, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits, and doctrines of devils. The Spirit speaketh expressly. So we should sit up and listen to what the Spirit says. And he warns that in the last days there will be those who will give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. During a, a baptismal service those being baptized were reminded of the authority we have for baptizing believers. There are five or so words used in scripture translated power. But I want to look at just two of these. One is exousia, the power of authority, used by our Lord in Matthew 28 and verse 18. Matthew 28 and verse 18, known as the Great Commission. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always. All power, Jesus said, is given unto me in heaven and in earth. 
Strong puts it, the power here, the power of rule or government, the power of him whose will and commands must be submitted to by others and obeyed. It is by his, the Lord Jesus Christ's authority, that we go and baptize those who have been made and become his disciples. Teach them, disciple them, and when they have accepted Christ, baptize them. Unfortunately, churches today have switched the order of the Great Commission. We go and we baptize first, and then later we teach and disciple them. A few simple examples of this power, this exousia. I was sworn in as a commissioner for oaths many years ago by the Supreme Court of Judicature. I then could sign papers that authority which was vested in me. My signature was accepted by the highest court in the land, not because of anything in me, but because of the authority, the exousia, that had been given to me. A policeman may stop and control traffic with a wave of his hand because his uniform invests the authority of the state in him. He will be a lot less successful if dressed in a t-shirt and shorts. So likewise we have our Lord's command to baptise believers by the authority of God. The other word used for power is dunamis, from which we get our word dynamite. It is inherent power, power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature. Paul, writing in Romans 1.16, says, The gospel of Christ is the power, the dunamis, the dynamite of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Ephesians 3.20 Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power, the dunamis, that worketh in us. This is the same power that raised our Saviour from the dead. Ephesians 1.18 and to 20 the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. And as we've already said, Paul goes on to remind us that this power is in us. Ephesians 3.20 Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. The dunamis, the power of God,
working in us. So we go forth into the world in the authority, the exousia of God, and possessed by the power of God, his Holy Spirit indwelling us, the dynamite of God. When we receive Christ as our Saviour, when we are born again of the Spirit of God, then, at that time, we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit indwelling us. And Jesus said, He will never leave us. Before the Israelites came out of Egypt, at the first Passover, they sprinkled the blood of the Passover lamb a lamb without blemish, on the doorposts and lintels to protect those within from the judgment of God. Exodus 12:13, And the blood shall be to you a token upon the houses where ye are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you, when I smite the land of Egypt. The blood protected those within the house from the judgment of God. Egypt is a type of the world and sin. The Israelites were now God's redeemed people. In Exodus 15:13 it says, Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength unto thy holy habitation. We are redeemed from Egypt, saved from the judgment of a righteous God, through the blood of our sinless Lord and Saviour, the Lamb of God. That's why Peter in 1 Peter 18 and 19 says, For as much as ye were not redeemed with corruptible things, and then he mentions things like silver and gold and vain tradition, but he says, You were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. From the moment of our redemption, we shall not come into judgment again. It's so important to re realize that. John 5:24, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word, and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, <clears throat> into judgment, damnation, accusation, but is passed from death unto life. Paul, in Romans 8, he says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Jesus, our blessed Saviour, has borne the wrath of God, and no more shall we come under the judgment of God because of his shed blood at Calvary. Listen to Romans 8 again. There is therefore now no condemnation, no damnatory sentence to them which are in Christ Jesus, no condemnation. 
We are now clothed in the righteousness of Christ. We have received the Holy Spirit, the dunamis, into our lives, his power working within us. Our Saviour said in John 14, 16 and 17, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. In addition, we have the armour which God provides in Ephesians 6, 13-18. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armour of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about, about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the sword of the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God. The blood of the Lord Jesus cleanses us, redeems us and saves us from the wrath of God. John 3.36 He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life and he that believeth not the Son of God shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. The Holy Spirit equips us to fight against the world, the flesh, and the devil, who Scripture says is the God of this world. And 1 John 4, verse 4, reminds us that Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So why am I saying this? I trust as an encouragement, because my friend had said we are covered in his blood and feel protected. I do not believe that we are covered from attacks of Satan by the shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. I believe we are saved, cleansed, sanctified, redeemed by the precious blood of our blessed Lord and Saviour, and empowered, filled, and led by the indwelling Spirit of God. He is greater than the enemy. We overcome through faith and by walking in the Spirit. We read in James 4, 7 and 8, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he shall draw nigh to you.